Welcome to 24 Hour Expert, where we challenge each other to see what we can learn on random topics in just a day. I'm Allie. And I'm Amy. Let's see what we've learned. All right, Al, are you ready for this week's episode? All right, Aim, I am. (gasps) Do you know what we did there? I know, I did on purpose. Did you do it on purpose? I did. I was trying to be in sync with you. I wonder if our listeners caught anything different. Probably not, because it's how we greet each other always. But what did we use? Our nicknames. Our nicknames. That is this week's topic. This was mostly driven by the fact... TikTok. That there was a TikTok. I was getting there. I was going to admit it. There was a... (laughs) All the best topics of curiosity come from TikTok. But there was a TikTok that was like, how do you call someone Jack if their name is John? Right? So like, how is Jack a nickname for John when they're the same syllables and the same length? Right. And here we are with the nicknames as a topic. Perfect. So I have some interesting information for you. We're also going to take a slight left turn onto how nicknames became common names, but we'll get there. So let's do a little bit of definitions and a a smidge bit of history, because admittedly there isn't a ton of histrionic names. It's kind of a thing that happened, but I've at least got some definitions and some interesting places for us to start. So a nickname is a familiar or humorous name given to a person or thing instead of or as well as the real name. And there are some funny nicknames out there. And there are some funny nicknames out there. I will tell you that when you Google nickname, they give you a sample under that definition that I just read, and it says, Malander's fair complexion gave rise to his nickname Ghost. (laughs) So that's like their context sentence. So, um, as a person also with fair complexion who has uh, joked many times that Casper is my appropriate skin tone, that resonated with me. That's really funny. I bring that to you to share. What do you think is the weirdest nickname that you've had? That I've had? That somebody has called you. I don't know. Hmm. Aimers, probably? It's not that weird. I don't know that. I mean, I like Aim, Amy Lou, Aimers. It's not like anyone's called me like Amelie Ding Dong or anything like that. <laughs> well, because I'm just thinking like in middle school for a hot second, I had one friend who would occasionally refer to me as Mongoose. Oh, yeah. I remember that phase. Wasn't that like your handle on something? It was while? my AOL Instant Messenger OG handle was Mongoose11A. And then I eventually changed it to Ice It Baby 11. Yeah. Well, we grow up. We mature from our Mongoose phases into... Or I sit baby 11 phases. And, that, and uh, that's also just making me think of all the weird things that I call my kids, but I'm sure everybody does that. Or my dog. Everybody does that. Everyone has. A, well, yeah. Like, once you start, you can't stop. I mean, I've given your kids nicknames before they were even Earthside. I know. Well, I'm just thinking, you know, because my dog is Jack, and most of the time we call him Beep or Beepers, and I can't even remember how we got there. There's no relation. Yeah. I, I mean, do, I know there's like a chain of events you know, a chain of names that eventually turned into Beep or Beeper, but I can't remember it now. He responds to all things, though. Yes, he does. Also, I believe at one point there was a song that led to Beepers, if I remember correctly. Oh, well, there's a song. You're going to say, who's uh, Beep? 
beep, beep, use my beep, beep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it goes on and on. I will not sing the whole song. No, but just the fact that there is a song makes my heart happy. Um, Sorry. That's kind of why I picked, well, I mean, we know why I picked nicknames because of TikTok. But I also just find it fascinating how nicknames evolve or like how long they stick, right? I've been just called Aim most of my life, but only our mother calls me Amy Lou. For what reason? We'll right. never know. But or that's what it is. How our papa calls us all sis. Yeah, like, and like, is that a generational thing? Because like, sis was probably like a term of endearment in his generation. Yeah. Either that or he was like, well, I have five granddaughters, so we'll just sis go with works. sis. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I don't have to remember their name. Okay, but let's talk about terms of endearment and other nickname things. So we gave the definition. The more extended definition is... A nickname, also known as a moniker, is a substitute for the proper name of a familiar person, place, or thing. Commonly used to express affection, a form of endearment, and sometimes amusement, it can also be used as defamation of character. So we also know that nicknames can come from a bullying source, and we do not condone that. So these are positive nicknames we are discussing here today. Yeah, no mean nicknames. The other two things I'm going to call out are pseudonyms, stage names, and then a term of endearment, which is like an asterisk to all of this. So the compound word eek name, literally meaning additional name, was attested as early as 1303. Wow. And was derived from the old English phrase eek, meaning also related to eekison, which is to increase. By the 15th century, we smush those together. To create eek name, which then becomes nickname, and it is essentially your additional name. Makes perfect sense. Yes, perfect sense. So, a pseudonym, not to be confused with a nickname, is your alias, essentially. So, the one that I always think of is Phoebe and Friends was Regina Falange. Right. Right. So, like, that is her pseudonym or her alias. So, it's a fictitious name... The best one yeah. ever, though, Anastasia Beaverhausen. From Grill and Grace. Grill and Grace, Karen. See? TV teaches you things. Now yeah. we know. That is their pseudonym or their alias, which is their fictitious name that a person or group assumes for a particular purpose, which differs from their original or true name. This also differs from a new name that entirely or legally replaces the individual's names. Many pseudonym holders use pseudonyms because they wish to remain anonymous. But anonymity is difficult to achieve and often fraught with legal issues. That was actually included in the definition, and I thought that was important. It, Yeah, I liked it. You know, because Regina Flange and Anastasia Beaverhausen probably used those names when they were doing not nice things. Nefarious acts. Nefarious. Gosh, we should use these words more often. How colorful. <laughs> okay, the other one that I really liked that I wanted to share was a term of endearment. So... A term of endearment is a word or phrase used to address or describe a person, animal, or inanimate object for which the speaker feels love or affection. Terms of endearment are used for a variety of reasons, such as parents addressing their children, which we've already talked about, lovers, or other family members, in terms of showing each other affection. Such words may not, in their original use, bear any resemblance or meaning to the words (laughs) attached. So the example they gave here is pumpkin so you are not actually calling someone a pumpkin or telling them they look like a pumpkin it's just something you say or in your case beep beep or honey or babe 
Well, it says here, some words are clearly derived from each other. So things like sweetheart or sweetie go together and often mean, you know, sweet like candy. While others bear no etymological resemblance, such as baby, babe, and cutie, honey, all of those have been documented from at least the 14th century. Baby was first used in 1839, and sugar only appeared as recently as 1930. Oh, wow. So they go back, but some of them are relatively newish. Interesting. But obviously, you are don't think when you are calling someone your baby that they look like your baby. <laughs> right. I mean, unless you are literally calling your baby your baby. But anyway. Right. Yeah. Um, and then stage names are names that celebrities or people in the acting or entertainment profession use to represent themselves, either sometimes because they want to have some anonymity or because when they registered to be part of the Actors Guild, their name was already taken. So there can only be one actor by the same name registered to that name. So we'll talk about some of those later, but that is also stage names. Interesting. So maybe this is really more of a name episode, but we're going to focus more on nicknames. Perfect. In the Viking society, which is really the only history of nicknames that I could find, but we're going to enjoy it, many people had what they called a heity, or an old Norse term for a nickname, which were used in addition to or instead of the first name. In some circumstances, the giving of a nickname had a special status in Viking society in that it created a relationship between the name maker and the recipient of the nickname to the extent that the creation of the nickname also often entitled a formal ceremony and the exchange of gifts. So the next time you want to address me by my nickname, I would like a gift. I was just going to say the same thing. <laughs> I will receive my gifts anytime. Anytime. Every time I call you Al, one gift for you. Or maybe it's just the ceremony to establish that Al is a name that you will refer to yourself as, or I can refer yeah, to I, you as. I never got my ceremony, so I would like my ceremony to start. With gifts. Okay. Well, we'll work on that. We'll make a plan. Perfect. I'll circle back on that. Great. All right. Let's talk about how nicknames are created. So there are lots of ways, some of which answer my original question. So we're just going to run through them kind of quickly-ish, but there's a lot, and I do think it's interesting. So I'm going to break down some of my favorites in a little bit more detail. Commonly, nicknames come from a lot of different sources, most of which come from either shortening or contracting of longer names. So the contraction of a longer name, like Margaret to Greta, is an example of how that would go from a formal name to your nickname. You can also see the breakdown of initials. So a person using the name DJ for Daniel James would be considered a nickname. Right. There's also dropping letters. So with many nicknames, one or more letter, often R, are dropped. So like Fanny from Francis or Walt from Walter, we're just dropping letters from how they're or son written. from Allison. Yes. Well, I often call you son. <laughs> no, I'm we so dropped. So proud of you. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, son. <laughs> we dropped son and just kept Allie. <laughs> I realize what you're saying too late, but I think we should really try to embrace son as a new nickname for you. You're get confusing. <laughs> Very confusing. Okay, so then we're also, you can also derive a nickname from the phonetic spelling. So sometimes a nickname is created through the spelling of things like Len for Leonard, even though that's not how it is spelled, because Leonard is L-E-O-N-A-R-D, but Len is L-E-N, we're taking the phonetic part of right. that. Yeah. 
So I thought that one was interesting because there are several that I could think of, but I wouldn't have thought that like the name didn't originate there. Right. My favorite and the one that answers TikTok is letter swapping. So during the Middle Ages, the letter R would often be swapped for either an L or a D. So Hal from Harry, Molly from Mary, Sadie from Sarah, Hob, Dob, Rob, Bob, and Nob from Robert. <laughs> so if you know a Robert in your life, please use any of them. I'm going to use Hob. Hob, Dob, Rob, Bob, and Nob for Robert. Rick, Dick, and Hick from Richard. Oh my gosh. Which is the one that always gets me because I never understood how you got like Rick or Dick from Richard. Right. But it is really just taking R out and putting L's and D's in the places. Kind of. Bill from Will or William. And then Peg or Meg from Margaret. In the 19th century, frontier United States, Mary and Molly were also given as a nickname for Polly. Interesting. And I'm just thinking of The Simpsons because on The Simpsons, Maggie is actually Margaret. Mm -hmm. One that I meant to look up and I forgot, but Elizabeth has a lot of different nicknames, right? Because you can be Elizabeth, you can be Eliza, you can be Liz, you could be Lizzie, you could be Beth, you can be Betsy. And I just think of how do you who starts it? And I know it's normally the parents, especially if you have like a preferred one, like if you go in by Beth or whatever. But that, think of how many different variations from Elizabeth. And then someone just picks one and that could be your name one day. Yeah. Or I have a friend who goes by Katie and actually I have a couple friends who go by Katie. And, you know, traditionally, what do you think the name Katie is short for? Catherine. Right. But one of them is a Kathleen, and one of them is a Caitlin. Oh. Yeah. See, I wouldn't have thought of that either. Right? And then I also feel like when you look at someone sometime, like I have a friend named Betsy. She looks like Betsy to me, and her full name is Elizabeth. Yeah, that trips me And I just sometimes. don't see, like, Elizabeth when I look at her. You know what I mean? Right. Anyway, I did tell a kid in seventh grade once because he wouldn't leave me alone. Um, he wanted to look up my phone number in the school directory. Do you remember that? Oh, school directories? Yeah, I remember those. Yeah. So he would not leave me alone. He followed me up and down the hallway. And he was like, what's your name? What's your name? I'm going to look you up in the directory. And I just said Amelia, which is boldface lie, not my name. My name is just Amy. But then the next day, he's like, your name is not Amelia. So that lasted for 24 hours. But <laughs> that's the only name I could come up with that would shorten it to Amy. So if anyone else has any. That was pretty quick thinking, though. Well, he was pretty persistent, so I feel like I had thought about it for, like, an hour, and then he saw me in the hall between the next class, and he was like, if you don't tell me, I'm going to find you in the directory, and I was like, I don't know what he's doing now, but that was an odd, an odd year. <laughs> Anywho, let's go back to nicknames, now that I've shared that story. Okay, so other ways that nicknames are derived from names that are given are the front of a name. So, Ed for Edward, Chris for Christopher, Joe from Joseph, um... Oh, maybe Similarly. Allison applies better here. Allie for there Allison. Yeah. Allie for Allison. <laughs> or the end of name. So son for Allison. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it, like Drew for Andrew, Xander from Alexander, Enzo from Renzo or oh, Lorenzo. Amy, you had a friend who was Liam for William. Did have and I friend. thought it was interesting that he, instead of Will, he went by Liam. Yeah, in middle school. He had an awesome last name too. Like that could have been a great stage name for him. 
I don't remember, but... Well, I'll cut it out, but what was his last name? Liam. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, it's very official. So the end of names, we covered middle of name. So Liz for Elizabeth, Tori for Victoria, Del for Della. Della's a great name. Or Adelaide. In addition, there is also the things we tack on. So things that we've attached really started in like the 17th century. So most nicknames had a diminutive ending. So ending in I-N or K-I-N, where the ending was also attached to the first syllable. So Watkin for Walter or Hobkin from Robert. Again, I vote Hobkin? people call Hobkin for Robert. Hobkin, because we took Hob from the replacement of L and D or the replacement of R with L and D. And then we added Kin because in the 17th century, that's what people did. All right. Hobkin. That's uh, what I'm I also call like all Rob's now. Hobkin. <laughs> Hobkin. Hi, Hobkin. Or Tompkin for Thomas, or Tompkin, which I also really like. So I said that, you probably didn't hear the difference, Tomp with a P-kin, or just Tomp with a M-kin. But these have mostly died away. So the ones that kind of remain are things like Robin for Robert, maybe kind of, Mm. or Jack from John, because Jankin was eventually a name for John. So Yeah, the Jack for John thing, I just... We'll never get. Doesn't make sense. But it did stem from the 17th century in adding in or kin to the end of a name. So now you know. Okay. Okay. Expert Mike dropped, kind of. Many nicknames. That's funny. It does say many nicknames drop. (laughs) The final one or two letters at the end and either add an I-E, E-E, or Y. So Davey from David, Charlie from Charles, Mikey from Michael, Jimmy from James, Marty from Martin. Those ones I feel like. Allie. For, well, it's already your name. Allie is already part of Allison. Fine. That's not the same. Those aren't. Those I are. I, I, I can use my name for every example, Amy. Okay. Well, then we're going to do a quiz at the end and you're going to tell me how it works for every example. <laughs> Initialization, which we already touched on, but some of it goes farther than just doing things like A.C. Slater. Also, great example. Way back. Way to throw back. Yes. But for things like W, which was the nickname of George W. Bush. W. Just W. They spelled it D-U-B-Y-A. Dubya. <laughs> and there's apparently a Brazilian striker, Ronaldo, was given the nickname R9 based on his jersey number. It's just a So initialization in a different way. Um, I'm going to guess a soccer player. Well, football in Europe. Yeah, that's what I meant. In football yes. in his country. Soccer for us Americans who yeah. have to have our well, own name Well, football. Yeah. Um, sometimes nicknames are based on a person's last name. Uh, the example they gave, which really made me happy, was Tomo for Bill Thompson. I don't know if Bill Thompson is famous or not, but Tomo was his name. Or a combination of the first and last name, such as A-Rod for Alex Rodriguez. And I will say, I won't share it, obviously, but Amy and I both have, obviously, we have the same maiden name. We've both been referred by it quite often. Quite often, Yeah. So the use of the second name or middle name is often also considered a nickname. Um, This is very common in families that share familial names. So if you have like an Anthony and an Anthony, so a father and a son, the son would go by the middle name, right? So if it was like, you know, Anthony Peter, he would be Peter and the dad would be Anthony. I actually babysat for a kid who I was so confused because the dad's name was Kevin. One of the children I babysat. His name was Kevin Matthew and his mom called him Matthew. But then I also tutored him and his schoolwork would say Kevin. 
And I was like, what is this kid's name? I finally had to ask. And I was like, oh, well, it's Kevin Matthew, but his dad's also Kevin. So at home, we call him Matthew. <laughs> yes. So that, that is a great nickname um, and also a great way to carry on familial names. There's also generational suffixes like junior that are really popular or things like Trey or Trip for if you are the third. So if you are so-and-so the third, sometimes people just call you Trey as if you were also a junior. Oh, Okay, that's clever. I actually kind of like that one. Yeah. I know a lot of juniors, or I know enough people who go by junior or have someone in their life who calls them junior. I think it would be cool if someone called you like Trey. Yes, I like that. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Hmm. So then there are also combinations of names. So things like the first and middle name or variations of a person's first and middle name. So they gave the example of Mary Elizabeth and somebody calling them Maz or Ms., or combining Mary and Elizabeth or Mary and Liz. Okay. Or things like doubling part of a first name. So people for like Nathan calling them Nat Nat or James for Jim Jim. Mm. I don't know no. very many people. I don't love that um, one, but okay. Then we also have just traditional shortening of your name or simplifying of it. So although Amy is two syllables, Aim is one. And so even though my name is three letters, we have still <laughs> made it shorter. <laughs> Made it shorter. And then there's also the no association nickname, which I actually added in here. It was not on the nickname list of how you get a nickname, but I would think beep falls in this category. Like there's no association. We just got here, right? Or this is like when you buddy or pal or whatever, you're just a no association nickname. I know. So for our daughter, sometimes we call her Chucha or Chicho. Has mm -hmm. absolutely nothing close and nothing to do with her name. Nope, but a great nickname and catchy. Yeah. It's also my favorite thing when you like yell that, <laughs> like nonsensical word. I know, sometimes when I pick her up from school and I'm like, Chicho! <laughs> I'm just like, is her teacher like, WTF? What is that? <laughs> what is that? What do you think that represents in their family? <laughs> right. Their dog's name is Beep. <laughs> All the things we've shared in this episode. See, nickname was a great topic. It's super fun, yes. I want listeners to send us their weird nickname for themselves or that they call their pet, their kid, their friend, their family member. Yes. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait. I'm so excited to read those. And I will post them in stories so we can all enjoy everybody's fun nicknames. Okay, a couple more things I, I'm just going to touch on. So nicknames are also used for inanimate objects. So once upon a time, the Tin Lizzie was a nickname for the Model T car. Obviously, the Big Apple is the nickname for New York City. Good job. We also give nicknames to people who live in certain geographical areas. So like New Yorkers are people who live in New York, and that is a nickname for them. I tried to Google, and I don't think Google knew what I was asking, and clearly based on Last week's episode and my Google suggestions, um, I'm not, not great, great at it. Google. Like, what is the weirdest, like, state name? Because, you know, it's like like Minnesotans or something like that, or Oregonians, I think it is. Michiganders. Michiganders. New York. Like, New Yorkers is easy, but, like, what are Utah? Are they, like, Utahians? That's a good question. I don't know. U Utans? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. If you're from Utah, I will happily like. Floridians. Floridians. Georgians. Is it Georgians? That sounds right. Like, is it like New Jerseyites? New Jerseyans? I don't know. Californians is one. Yeah. Anyway, other fun nicknames. The other one that I love but couldn't find a good example of that I wanted to share on 
for the world is like groups of fans. So you know how like if there is a rock star or something, they'll be like, yeah. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about, though. Can you think of one off the top of your head? Because some of the ones I Googled were kind of like. Like profane. I know Lady Gaga fans refer to themselves as little monsters because she's a monsters. mother monster. Yes. The other one I could think of, but I thought you would mock me for, is there's a lady on TikTok <laughs> <laughs> who's like, she lover 99, but she calls the people that follow her tater tots. And so then they call themselves tater tots. Oh, that's cute. That's really cute. So that was like one. But then I was like, Allie's going to be like, TikTok. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's other, because I know there are a lot of fan bases that have names like that. If you know a good appropriate fan base nickname i would love to know them because i know that they identify that way but i just i think they're fun it is super fun so some celebrity nicknames i'll share before we do our reverse nickname topics is miley cyrus her name actually came because she was born as destiny hope her nickname was smiley as a baby which turned into miley which is now her name i did know that one yes cardi b is not actually cardi b which i think we could guess her official name was Balcalis Almazar. I apologize if I butchered that. But while she was growing up, her family called her Bacardi. She tried to register that name multiple times on Instagram, but it kept getting banned. So she shortened it to Cardi B. I like her creativity. Right? The singer Rihanna's full name is Robin Rihanna Fenty. She goes by her middle name like we discussed earlier. But her family and friends still call her Robin. Yeah, that's so crazy when I hear... Those kind of things. Or I recently read an article where Anne Hathaway actually prefers to be called Annie and nobody mm-hmm. in her actual life calls her Anne. Nope. The whole do. world calls her Anne Hathaway. Yep. It's like, well, we just decided you're Anne, so. And, you know, I that. wonder if that's one of those she had to register in the Actors Guild thing. Oh, maybe. So that's why professionally a lot of people call her that, but no one actually calls her that. Maybe. Yeah. I'll have to look that one up for the 100th hour. 100th hour? Yeah. The one that I did grab that was that same scenario you just described is Emma Stone. So she was actually born Emily Stone, but there was already a registered actress under that name. And so she became Emma to be Emma Stone. Interesting. I like that name, though. I like Emma, so. Two others that I thought were funny is when Keanu Reeves was younger, he used to play hockey. And apparently he was so good in the goal that his teammates referred to him as the wall. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And then Nick Jonas's wife, Priyanka Chopra, revealed to her cute nickname for the singer. She calls him Old Man Jonas, or OMJ. And then my last little celebrity fun fact before we do our reverse nickname game is that President Jimmy Carter was born James Earl Carter, but was actually sworn into office by his nickname Jimmy. I'm surprised you could do that. I am too. Very fun the fact. fun fact surprising fact all right as we're wrapping up i wanted to do the reverse of a nickname which is when a nickname or a product name becomes the common of the product so the example of this that most people think of is like kleenex oh yes so people call them kleenexes like can i have a kleenex but actually it's a tissue and me people refer them as that so there are a few that i thought were interesting so Rollerblades is not actually the term for all rollerblades. It was actually started as a brand name. And then people started referring to them as rollerblades. That is interesting. I don't think I've heard that one before. 
Zamboni is actually a brand name and it's actually just an ice resurfacer. So Zamboni is its nickname. I didn't know that. I think Dan talked about a couple of these in one of his episodes, but I forget why. Oh, we're coming full circle then. Thank you, Dan. I know, I know. Everything overlaps with everything. Everything overlaps. My other favorite ones were um, bubble wrap. Bubble wrap is probably the greatest contribution made to our society, according to this article. (laughs) It's actually a brand name, which is trademarked by the Sealed Air Corporation. Interesting. Yeah. Also, I think it's interesting that a seeing eye dog is technically only a seeing eye dog if it's trained by seeing eye of Morristown, New Jersey. Otherwise, it's a guide dog. Did not know that. Mm-hmm. Popsicle. Do we remember this one? Yes. Is a registered trademark of Unilever, which we learned about. So although we reference a large corporation, which is a Good job, Al. Good job. Um, But all frozen ice or pops are often referred to as popsicles, even though it is a trade name. Yeah, even though popsicle is a specific brand of frozen ice suckers. Yeah. I think those are some of the ones I wanted to share. The rest of them are really fun. Um, Dumpster is technically a brand name. Xerox, I think, is. Post-its, I think a lot of people know that one. I didn't know Styrofoam was, so that's interesting. Hmm. But I think that we'll leave it there for today. So thanks for letting me walk down the nickname trail with you. I would like to say this was short and sweet from a nickname perspective, but pretty average, actually, in terms of length this time. So that's it for me. Thanks for letting me talk at you. Do with that what you will. If you have any comments, corrections, suggestions, or fun facts of your own, or fun nicknames, you can email us at 24hourexpert at gmail.com. Spell out all the words. It's also our Instagram, website, and Facebook. You can find us there. Talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to 24 Hour Expert. Our theme song is Lo-Fi World by Ricky Bambino. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you're notified of future episodes. 